Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of M365 Voice. I'm Antonio Mayo. I'm Sarah Halsey. I am Mike Madalani. And today we're going to be talking to you about some recent news from Microsoft around the um, the unified audit log, well, it's sometimes called the audit log. Uh, you'd think it was a bit of a dry topic, but there's actually a lot in the news on LinkedIn, on Twitter, on social media about it this week, um, primarily due to a hack that Microsoft talked about, announced, released a bunch of analysis, deep analysis on um, just about a week ago, a uh, week, week and a half ago. So um, maybe to give a little bit of the history on this one, um, a few weeks ago, Microsoft published an article describing a hack that a U.S. government agency alerted them to. Now, this was a hack that um, targeted about two dozen, about 24 different organizations through um, uh, North America, I believe. And it specifically targeted um, a compromising user mailboxes through an Azure AD registered app that used a forged key and through that app accessed mail. Now, the way that government agency found the hack was they were looking at the unified audit log. Unified audit log, for people that don't know, is the log that um, it, it tracks and it logs all the activities that we perform in M365. And I'll say all in air quotes because, you know, I'll say it's, it's most, the vast majority, and Microsoft is adding audit events, getting logged all the time. There's often lots of discussions about the audit log because it serves many purposes across Microsoft. And one of them is threat hunting. So they were looking at the audit log, and particularly they were looking at events in there called mail item accessed, which is literally an event when a user in Outlook or an app opens a mail item. And they found that that mail item was being opened by an app ID that they didn't recognize. And they alerted Microsoft to this, and through that, they found this hack. And what came out of that was that um, that mail item accessed event and several other what I'll call basic events um, are not available if you have M365 E3 or E5 licenses. You need an additional audit premium license on top of that. Um, so that caused a big firestorm if you follow security events on Twitter and on LinkedIn and, and other social media platforms. So um, Microsoft this week announced that they're going to make those uh, a, a set of those audit premium events, about 30 events, um, freely available with all license levels, which is awesome. Um, yeah, audit log. Uh, it, like you you said it, it, it. It sounds dry, but it is actually. I, I love it. It's one of the things that you can go, and like and like you said, most of the events, most of what you do in M three sixty five activities are logged there. Uh, so it is really a good way to go. And if you're trying to find some kind of information, what happened, an event happened, an activity that took place whether it is in, in, in SharePoint or in Teams or OneDrive or your, your Outlook, uh, uh, it, you can you can find what, what happened and you can trace back those activities. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm really happy that some of those premium activities uh, will be available for us pretty soon because um, every time I go to the audit log, that banner on top, you say, okay, you want to start a free trial for those premium ones. I'm like, I want that, but I want to pay, I don't want to pay for it. <laughs> So and, it's really good. Antonio, you were saying that there was this this new hack and Microsoft has announced this. 
and you were able to track it on social media, I'm assuming that there might be a lot of M365 admins that have no idea that these things that used to be premium that they couldn't get access to before are now available to them, this additional 30 different types of audit logs. How can people hear about it or how would you recommend that they learn about now what they will have access to and when does it take effect? Is it like immediate? That's, that's a great question. So there are some articles that Microsoft published which provide an analysis of this hack. It's quite a deep analysis, actually. They go really deep on it, which is great. The transparency that Microsoft has around how um, uh, threats or hacks occurred is fantastic. Um, so what we can do is when we post this episode, we can post a link to that article. And then there's also an another article announcing that these premium audit events will become freely available to all licenses. Well, so we'll post that link as well. Um, you're right, Sarah, that a lot of admins don't know that certain audit events don't even come with your E5 license, right? Like traditionally, if you have, for users that have an E3 license, and this is another uh, advancement that Microsoft has provided as a result of this. Um, uh, actually, before I go into that, I forgot to mention the name of this hack. Microsoft has this um, uh, uh, complex nomenclature for how they name their hacks. Uh, this one is called Storm 0558. Uh, so if you go and search on that, that's another way to find info about it. Storm-0558. Um, one of the other advances that they're giving for free is traditionally we say users that have E3 licenses, their audit events are retained for 90 days. Users mm -hmm. that have E5 licenses, their audit events are retained for one year. They're now making the default minimum time period 180 days for all license levels. So E3 licenses will now retain audit logs for 180 days. But people, many admins didn't even know that some audit events you don't get even if you have E5 licenses. And uh, that's where some of these like fundamental events now will be available with all license levels. Um, so great question. Um, I'll actually show. And oh, you ahead. said will be available, meaning yes. it's not available yet, but it's coming Correct. very soon. Correct. Correct. It's going to start rolling out. Uh, also, great question. It's going to start rolling out in September. So this okay. September, this is going to start rolling out to um, tenants globally. So if you could see my screen, these are the 30 or so audit events that are now going to be included um, with E3 and E5 licenses for free. So you can see basic ones like send an email. I accessed an email, mail item access, I accessed an email. I searched, you know, I started a search in Exchange. Um, stream, I, I went to access the transcript or I went to access a video. Um, Yammer, I, I viewed a thread, so thread viewed, um, thread access failure, message updated, uh, message creation in Yammer. Um, and then in Teams, I sent a message. Um, I looked at message details. I updated a message. I read a message. Very fundamental ones. Right? I started a search in SharePoint. Um, so these are fundamental ones that, you know, I think that that firestorm on, on social media and Twitter, although a little bit of it was hard to read, um, it's, I think it's really positive that Microsoft is reacting to it in a positive way mm -hmm. and understanding the feedback from the community and making these now available to everybody. Um, I want to go back to your comment about the minimum retention is going to be 180 days and it is one year for the E5. Um, there is also something that's coming out for an audit retention policy that you can you can keep those retention logs up to 10 years. Am I am I that's correct? Correct. That? 
That's correct. So that's already available. That's been available for, I think, over a year now. Right. That's called an audit premium. So it's, it's called an audit, advanced audit policy. Okay. And to use that, you need E5 and you need an advanced audit premium license on top of that. Okay. Right. And that allows you to create a policy that will retain audit logs for up to 10 years. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah, because a lot of a lot of clients that don't know that uh, they have the capabilities to retain those audit logs through this policy or through sure. exporting those audit logs and storing them somewhere or taking them to Azure Sentinel and doing things right. with them um, that just look at them and say, okay, yeah, we only have 180 days or, or, yeah. or, or a year right now. Yeah. Um, it's true. A lot of a lot of people don't realize that that's a feature that's available. Um, Microsoft hasn't made a lot of pay about that feature. Yeah. You do see several organizations that find that even the one-year retention of audit logs isn't sufficient. Mm-hmm. Um, some users, admins, cybersecurity people look at audit logs as, I just need the latest and greatest because I'm going to use it to hunt for threats and mitigate threats and investigate threats. But from a compliance perspective, we often need to retain those a lot longer. Um, right. If you need to, you know, if you have a litigation or you need to figure mm-hmm. out, you know, who performed a certain action on a document 20 years mm-hmm. ago because we're retaining that document for 20 years. Um, that's another important aspect of this. Yeah. And the audit log, for those that don't know, you can search it by going through to Microsoft Purview and to audit log search. Um, there's a uh, an API. There's PowerShell commandlet for searching the, the audit logs as well. Um, if you do have the E5 license, the other thing that people don't realize is you actually get additional bandwidth to retrieve the audit logs compared to E3. So it's actually faster to retrieve audit logs if you're on E5 than if you're on E3. Um, so some nuances there. And, and the interface is pretty friendly as well. Uh, it, it, it's it's the, the way they have added the questions or the fields for what do you want to search for and where is it coming from? It's really, really friendly. You really don't, it's not, Unlike other search capabilities in the compliance center, yeah. uh, the audit logs is pretty straightforward to go and hound for this information. Yeah, great. Sarah, you had a question there. Um, so September is when they're going to be rolling out these additional premium, correct? Um, piece of premium audit events. Um, do you think that they're going to? How could? an M365 admin or someone who wanted to stay in tune with these kind of things that happen, where would you recommend they go? What would you recommend that they do to stay plugged in as future things like this happen, right? If if they're not hearing about it and they're listening to this episode, what would you suggest? That's a great question. Um, What I would say is certainly social media has been, for me at least, a great way to stay on top of these things, right? Um, you know, following Microsoft product people on LinkedIn and Twitter, connecting with people and just watching posts that get posted. Because there was a lot of posts on LinkedIn about this if you're part of security circles. So even if you follow anyone in the security space um, who's remotely connected to Microsoft, they were reposting this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one avenue. Um, there is a great Microsoft um, security blog where they posted this as well, where all of the attacks and breaches they post deep analysis on. So, and again, that'll be one of the links that we post with this with this episode. Um, so definitely check out that blog and follow it. That'd be another way that I would suggest. Um, 
And then at security-related events, like Microsoft is the biggest security company in the world. Their security division makes $20 billion a year. They eclipse the next biggest security company um, uh, by, uh, you know, an, I think an order of magnitude, um, uh, almost an order of magnitude. So even if you don't use Microsoft's technologies for security purposes, it is worth following what they do because they are the company that is investing the most in this space. So by doing that, by becoming part of that circle, I think you will naturally hear news about this. Um, and I think in September, just to put a slightly finer point, I think it starts rolling out to commercial tenants. The okay. um, the government clouds, I'm, I know that that takes a longer period to um, uh, validate changes that are applied. So it may come mm -hmm. a little bit later there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but that's, that's a great question. Following and staying up to date on this news is challenging. There's a lot happening in the security space by Microsoft. Mm -hmm. um, some of the other usage we see for the audit log, like the, if you do go search the audit log through that interface that we saw, that's the raw audit data, right? It's not, it doesn't have a lot of heuristics around it. They don't summarize things up, but a lot of the other security and compliance tools in M365 access that audit data for what they're going to show and do. So for example, um, uh, the Defender portal, right? So if you go into Defender for Cloud Apps, so it used to be Microsoft Cloud App Security, it is subscribing to that audit log. And not only does it show you and let you search that audit log, it actually sums things up and it provides heuristics and a little bit more data around it. So for example, if you have you know, a suspicious activity by one user, it won't only show you that activity, it'll also show you related things that that user has done previously. Um, if you go to insider risk management, it will track activities and look for patterns over a period of time. And it's using that audit log data for that purpose. And again, it shows you that in a, a nicer format, there's some really nice graphs in insider risk management that are being fed off of the audit log. Um, so it is a really meaningful fundamental component in M365, despite how dry it might sound. Mm -hmm. No, I think that this is excellent content and it's really incumbent on um, M365 administrators uh, and information security personnel to make sure that they're paying attention to this because it isn't okay. enough to just have um, Microsoft purview and to sure. turn it on. It's, it's, it's not enough. You have to be paying attention to all of these other pieces and actually taking a look at the data that you have and understand how to mine it and understand how to utilize it. Exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, so again, really positive news. I'm, I'm always happy when Microsoft listens to the community feedback, responds to it, makes changes, which, which affects the revenue that they make, makes changes in a positive way, which mm -hmm. I think this is. So really good news for Microsoft that they're making these events mm -hmm. now freely available. Mm -hmm. Well, thanks for joining us, everyone. Um, again, we'll post uh, the links to the articles so that you can follow them, so that you can see when this is rolling out. Again, I think a pretty fundamental change by Microsoft, and uh, we're happy to have you join us today. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye, everybody.